0: The fuck up, I don't care about your revenue. People get impressed by those like Shopify stats you see on like social media. You know, the best self-care is actually to do the things you wrote down on the to-do list. Do you think it's worth to to give me 50 cents in order to save your relationship? Welcome to the second episode of this beautiful podcast. I still don't have a name for, and this time, um, I'm finally managing to hold my microphone in the right way because the last time. Um, I was holding this entire thing wrong this way and the sound was, uh, you know, the sound was pretty ass. So this time uh, we have definitely better sound quality. And today I want to talk about a special person, uh, a special person I would never thought about uh, finding a liking to. And the person is called Grace Beverly. So probably most of you people don't really know who Grace Beverly is. Maybe a couple of you who are like in the entrepreneurship game maybe watch Ali Abdal and stuff like that. Um, basically, the first time I, I heard about her is at the... I can remember, it was when, back then when I used to have this job at construction building. And we we're allowed to have, like, you know, one uh, airport inside our ears. And I was listening to, you know, podcasts about, like, business and shit like that. And Ali Abdaal had her featured on the podcast. And I thought, like... It's really interesting what this woman is talking about because she's also pretty young. I think she's 24 or something. And essentially she built a huge company called Tala. On Instagram I think they're called Wear Tala. It's basically a UK activewear brand for, you know, gym girls and shit. And they're like really going into a autistic detail um, when it comes to, you know, good-fitting clothing with good materials and all of those type of things. And there's so many reasons why I adore the way this woman operates, because she has such a good connection and bonding to her customers that I believe, even though if there would pop up some new brand in the UK for activewear, that would be probably better than Tala or cheaper or whatever, they would still like the customers still wouldn't switch the brand because they can identify with the brand so much, and I think it's interesting how good she understood her ideal customer and how good she's making the products uh, to fit them. And I really love to to take a look at certain entrepreneurs and take a autistic like deep dive <laughs> inside of the way they operate. And I actually also got her book here on the side for all the people watching the video. Um, It's this one, it's called uh, Working Hard Hardly Working. Um, This book is actually not even that good, to be honest. (laughs) It's, uh, you know, it's all right, it's nothing crazy. I wasn't reading it and being like, oh, damn, bro, that's the next four-hour work week or some bullshit. Uh, But it's a decent book. Basically, the biggest thing I learned from the book is that the best way or the best self-care or, like, work-life balance is actually to do the things you wrote down on the to-do list and then do everything else because then you don't have to watch Netflix stressfully or some bullshit, you know? I mean, I don't watch Netflix, but you get the point. Um, But also another thing that she's going into the book is, like, her planning and, you know, shadowing her her task and to do things and I'm really autistic when it comes to that because I'm this type of guy um you know there are people when they think about an idea they want to make they just start doing it and I'm this type of guy who's like okay let's make a blueprint for the next 12 months bro like (laughs) let's plan out everything in autistic detail and I fucking love to do that bro like there's this um You know, my day is is usually, like, timed, like, every minute is, like, okay, from this to this time, I'm gonna do this task, and I'm gonna work through my to-do list in this way with this priority order and all of those things, like, really autistically, but I really love to operate this way, because then I can really track uh, my progress I'm making, because I have, like, this goal-setting system of, like, a yearly goal, uh, a three-month goal, a Monthly goal, a weekly goal, a daily goal, you know. And then you can really see, okay, I really could tick all of those goals. So I'm actually making progress. And I think that's a really good way to operate. And the big problem behind that thing is um, that when I have a project in mind, for example, the current one I'm running right now, I just started running La Covette, which is my brand. I'm going to also talk more about in the future. And I was like planning everything out. And it's like really this thing where like for two, three or four days I sit down. I like to use Myro. It's um, like a digital whiteboard. I really love this website. It's like, bro, I can recommend it to everybody. It's free and shit. Like M-I-R-O, amazing thing. I fucking love to use it. Um, when I used to, to go to... Amsterdam I actually saw their headquarters. like I wasn't in, inside <laughs> but I was like walking around the streets and I s- saw this giant building with Miro and I was like what the fuck <laughs> uh, so yeah that was kind of cool but anyways amazing tool and then I go in there and I make like this entire plan of who's my ideal customer what are their problems, how are I gonna help them, uh, how to structure the brand, how to how to do x, y, z, like all of those things and the thing is then, then I have like this Blueprint for building the shit, marketing, everything, everything, like, completely. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Now just shut, I I, just, I should just do that now. And I I would probably make something great, you know. <laughs> but the thing is, then I'm like, oh, like, I have, like, 10 other things I actually also want to plan out and do. And, oh, you know. <laughs> and that's the reason why I'm also, like, I can't wait to get to the point where I get my ass to actually finish one thing and stick to one project. Because I think never in my life I was doing something longer than half a year. And that's like the reason why I was never significantly successful with anything. Because I'm always like switching things because I'm dumb as fuck. And I can't like... Bro, I'm so happy when a day comes that I really stick to one thing, make it work... So I have enough cash flow to actually hire people to fulfill my blueprints and my plans I was building up, you know. And I think that's, like, so fucking cool to build different things and shit. Um, but, yeah, I, I have to u- start, like, full ending this, you know, uh, fulfilling those things and actually doing them and not just planning them out. But I swear, it's like... um. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely an aspect that she was talking about in the book. And I can relate to it pretty much. She she has, I think, three brands right now, um, which is Tala. I just talked about it. Then Shreddy, which is amazing. Bro, like her three brands literally are pretty much for the same person, which is amazing. Like Shreddy is the, diff- the uh, second brand, which is like an application. So in a SaaS um, which is basically, you know, helping women to get to their ideal body type and shit. And then she has the productivity method, which is um, just selling planners, like we weekly day, like daily planners, daily business planners, daily fitness planners, with all of those um, small integrations where you can type in like, okay, what's your top three nego uh, non non <laughs> bro? I can't speak. What the fuck? Non-negotiable uh, goals for the day. What are your you know all of those small, nice things, and bro, I actually want to get one i'm i'm I set myself on the waiting list for the business planner because I really love the thing, and it's such an interesting thing. She's selling those business planners for like thirty five pounds, which is like about forty dollars or some bullshit and basically it's a notebook like basically it's it's a fucking notebook you can go into a store and buy for like two pounds or five pounds like five bucks I don't know (laughs) it's like you know obviously like some things like are preset and written in but it's it's nothing where I would be like yeah it's probably worth 30 pounds more to pay for that but the amazing thing is that she's not selling a day planner or a business planner she's selling a perfectly structured day and I think when you go with this thing of like oh, I'm not trying to sell a product, I'm trying to sell a solution, a lifestyle. Um, for example, with my brand La Covette, which is, you know, pretty, pretty simply explained what I'm selling, the first product we're launching, um, are just like this the disposable toilet seats, bro. It's just like paper toilet seats you can do on a fucking uh, toilet so it's clean and uh, not loud when you do your thing, <laughs> when you mind your business. And that's it. It's it's nothing special. But that's not the thing we're selling. We're selling, uh, mind uh, not mindful, but um, a bathroom experience with a peace of mind. You know, we're enabling people to do their business anywhere at any time in peace and feel like at home. And I think that's like a different thing. If you come up to because I'm also gonna price this thing probably at thirty bucks per box for like with 30 separate, uh, se- separately packaged um, toilet seats. And the thing is, like, you could obviously argue and be like, oh, but the material and all, oh, th- that's not worth 30 bucks. But if I come up to you and ask you if you're, like, a student or you're dating someone and, you know, you're you're in a new relationship and you're at his home and you don't want him to notice you, like doing your minding your business at, at the restroom or you're going to school, don't want others to notice. And I would ask you, is it do you think it's worth to to give me 50 cents in order to save your relationship every day or like to not get noticed, minding your business and saving your relationship? Of course, you know, and that's the thing that you try to sell. And you know, obviously it's a lot of marketing, but it doesn't make sense to go as cheap as possible. Because I see so many people uh, going into this red race downwards, into this downward spiral of, like, who can make it cheaper? Until you get to fucking Walmart, Amazon, Target prices, and it's like, bro, do you actually think you're gonna win against fucking Walmart? Like, are you dumb as fuck or some bullshit? Like, you cannot... Compete with those people, so don't try to play Walmart's game. Don't play. Don't try to play fucking Aldi's game or Lidl's game. Aldi and Lidl are like something like Walmart here in, in here in Germany, you know. Um, but that's basically the thing. And yeah, I think the way she operates is like incredibly smart. And I would love to get someone of their marketing or social media management team on on a quick podcast or interview um, because I would just like to ask them questions how, how they operate and how they do shit I'm generally interested in I also uh, I, I placed it back there I also bought this book scientific uh, I think it's called scientific marketing or scientific advertising I'm also gonna read those couple days and I'm really I think it's a really really interesting thing also the book oversubscribed which this one um the book is basically explaining how brands get to the status of people hoping to be able to buy something from them you know like all of those high level fashion brands where you hope you get a piece when they drop something new and it's instantly out of stock and how they actually get to this point uh, that that people just that they just sell out in like a couple of minutes and stuff like that and yeah I think that's uh, that's really interesting and she's di- doing this uh, this thing pretty well so yeah Grace Beverly big recommendation especially for I I don't believe that any woman will watch this podcast actually but um if any woman is watching this podcast um what's up I would recommend you to check out Grace Beverly because the thing is um even though I've a lot I learned a lot from her it's like I tried to listen to her podcasts to gain some knowledge, but it's, you know, it's too girly for my taste. Like, I don't want to sit in the in the fucking um, public transportation, some train, and like someone in my ear is blasting, being like, "Oh my God, slay!" <laughs> yeah, that's so, oh, that's so killing it. Oh my God, like, bro, that's like, it's just fucking annoying. So I can I cannot listen to that for longer than like half an hour, but. <laughs> If you're a woman you probably can't so yeah but big recommendation um, when it comes to that and also to those uh, planning thing bro I swear my top three things to keep my days and stuff I'm working on structured are Miro the whiteboard thing, Google Calendar and (laughs) if you believe me or not is fucking Apple Notes. And it's so basic, bro, but Apple Notes is so fucking goated. Like, Apple Notes has everything you need. It's quick. You can just pop it up, write down what you need, make a folder for everything. I have, like, a whole library on Apple Notes for everything. Amazing. Like, Apple Notes, I would literally pay 30 bucks a month to use Apple Notes. And it's free. That's crazy, bro. Like, that's insane. Um. Yeah, by the way, when we already talk about marketing and stuff like that, Um, I'm kind of afraid (laughs) right now because you have to imagine like I used to do dropshipping and all of those weird ass business models which are more side hustles or hustles like get money fast schemes on the internet and not really you know entrepreneurship and by building my company right now my brand um, I'm working slowly on like those things like to understand how to actually market on long-term and shit and i'm gonna uh start working with a guy maybe i will also get him on the podcast who's an like big investor made so many companies and all of that shit he's also 40 years old which is an amazing sign for me personally because i'm telling you bro like working with young people is like i sold old as fuck you know i'm 19 but i hate working with young people because they're just dumb as fuck like, literally, it's like those same motherfuckers who are going to pull up to you and be like, oh, I don't got time to read books. And I'm like, why? Why Why do you think you don't got time to read books? You know, Tate said you don't need to read books. And I'm like, okay, you're not fucking Andrew Tate, bro. Like, shut the fuck up. It's like those type of guys who just skip the steps, skip the fundamentals, skip the thing of, like, understanding what actually is money, where it comes from. And how you should, like, operate around it and not... You know, all of those people who make byproducts their main goals, who are like, oh, my goal is this month to make this much money. It's not it's not to get your company to this point or, like, to, to build this and this thing. It's, oh, money, money, oh, revenue, bro. All of those motherfuckers, like, flexing their fucking Shopify revenue thing. It's like... I can't stand it anymore. And it's always young dudes because older people who are like in entrepreneurship know it's fucking bullshit. And I'm also, bro, whenever I'm going to talk in the future about money, it's always profit. Shut the fuck up. I don't care about your revenue because people get impressed by those like Shopify stats you see on like social media, you know? Oh, I'm in Dubai, bro. And I'm looking at my 100K store. Motherfucker, you can have a 100K store with like negative profit like you can you can lose money basically but still you can still have 100k revenue but it's like (laughs) bro it's it's just fucking annoying i I could talk literally an hour about that but i don't want to talk too much um basically what i'm trying to say is that a lot of young people you usually step the uh skip the fundamentals and the basic steps you need to to build something and they don't understand that it as fast you make money the faster you're going to lose it or like in the same time you're going to lose it because it's built on bullshit and not an actual solid concrete. So um, I'm really happy to work with someone who's older and has already done things. And the thing is, um, I kind of got into the team to work on like the social media presents and everything like TikTok, Reels, YouTube Shorts and all of those things. And I'm going to be honest, bro, like I'm scared as shit (laughs) because I'm like not as confident in those things just right now because I don't have any proven track record or anything. I was like doing incredibly good. So I'm like afraid to fuck it up, you know, because it's not my business. Like it's someone else is getting me into his team because he trusts me and there's nothing worse than getting someone into your team and then he just is not able to meet the expectations, you know? Um, And that's what I'm afraid of because, like, my last couple days consisted of watching gimbal tutorials, watching uh, videographer tutorials, editing tutorials, social media marketing uh, tutorials, all of that shit because I really don't want to deliver bullshit. I mean, obviously, I'm going to, like, uh, get better with it like with the time and shit but it's like man those are like some bigger projects and like some serious things where like a lot of people are involved and then i'm standing here and like marketing is one of the most important parts not, if not the imp- most important part and then i'm sitting there with my like dumbass thinking like okay how how i'm gonna do that shit and it's all a bit scary but i think i'm Probably gonna be able to manage it. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. Um, And yeah, that's basically what's going on. Actually, tomorrow I'm gonna uh, take a train to this guy and you know meet him, plan everything out. And I'm really thinking about building a team. Also, not not only for my brand, but also for the things I'm working on. Because what I realized is that building a team is such an important thing, bro. Like, just imagine a soccer team. Like, imagine 1v5, <laughs> that's basically what most people do. Like, how are you expecting to win without a fucking team of killers, bro? And the thing is, I already mentioned, I'm really good at structuring, planning, creative direction, but I'm not a crazy editor, I'm not a crazy videographer, I know how, how to do it, I know the basics, I have the understanding... But there's probably a whole bunch of kids out there who are doing that way more than me, way better than me, and also like to do that shit because I fucking hate editing. I just know how to do it. That doesn't mean I like to do it, you know? The thing I really like to do is is to structure everything out, make those giant blueprints and plans and uh, kind of, you know, manage everything. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I really, really have like this thing of, Not fear, but I'm probably a bit afraid to not be able to deliver the way I would like to deliver. Um, Yeah, but, you know, we're going to find out. I'm trying to give my best and do my best and, you know, push forward. Because sometimes I also forget, this such an important thing to keep in mind, that sometimes I look up the calendar and I'm like, yo, it just literally passed one month and I feel like, so so many things already happened because sometimes I forget like the way I was moving back then when I was younger and not in this entrepreneurship mindset and I was just like, you know, sitting at home (laughs) playing League of Legends and my life would like literally be the same, same day, same life for three years straight. And now I'm at the point where like, I think my last year, in my last year, I experienced more things than the 18 years before that probably you know and i'm gonna be honest i love that i loved it i love it to keep moving to do things fast to you know act quick and build shit and i think the beauty in entrepreneurship is really realizing to that money isn't the end goal because if you realize that money will never give you the security you're expecting from it to give you i, I don't think that was a good sentence Good English sentence um, <laughs> but you get the point. Um, I think then then you understand that money is actually just a resource resource to buy other other people's time and energy in order to build other things because also like I got this really big abundance where I learned of like let's imagine I have a whole bunch of money. I'm not gonna just like chill. And do nothing. Like most people who are like... Oh I'm gonna work and then I'm gonna... You know... um, Travel around and chill. Bro that's maybe... That's maybe fun for half a year okay. But after that you will get depressed. Because people are made to do something. To fulfill some purpose. And I just want to build cool shit bro. Like I have so many ideas. I would love... Like (laughs) I I got to this point where I would like... Have this this silent thoughts in my head where i'm like you know if this business fails it's actually all right because there are so many other things i want to try out and do so many business ideas i have that i'm like i don't care if it fails you know it's probably not the best way to tackle a business with with the state of mind of like you know Actually, if it fails, it's it's kind of cool because <laughs> I can do something else. And that's why I need a team to actually um, take action on all of those different things I don't fuck with. Uh, but yeah, um, basically, one marketing strategy um, I will try on all of those different projects is affiliate marketing or the snowball scheme or however you want to call it. There's this guy, Oliver Brocado, who made Tabs, which is actually, uh, actually an... SX chocolate. Like, it's a chocolate you eat and then you get, like, all horny and shit. <laughs> and he was marketing this entire thing by finding UGCs, user, user-generated user content creators, which are just random people, right? No influencers, just people who know how to make TikToks. And then he goes to them and goes like, yo, I'm gonna give you 300 bucks a month and you get 20% of every sale that comes through your link. And then he will, say like do this with a whole bunch of people set up a discord with prices like yo if you if you make this many sales you get a fucking iphone 15 pro if you make this many sales you get a fucking car or some bullshit and people would like spam entire tiktok with his with his brand and you know market it on an organic way which is way better than just you know um just like uh, making ads paying for ads And I really want to try this entire thing. I also have great ideas of ways to market it. I just, you know, need to do it right now. I'm pretty much for my own brand in the early stages. You know, I just uh, got the the first mock-up design, first mock-up draft for the uh, product packaging and shit. So I'm really far away from that, but I'm planning on uh, March probably 5th March or something like that, I want to start my 90 days Kickstarter campaign uh, with a content sprint, which means hopefully by then I will have some samples I can send to UGCs so they start creating content. Uh, Before that, I'm gonna try to make own content and shit. Um, But yeah, I hope that will work out. I'm excited to see where this entire ride will go. And where this entire podcast thing will go because it's uh, apparently nothing I'm trying to make professionally or anything. It's just, like, I want to improve the way I I talk and just have a little track record. And I'm going to be honest, I'm not a big fan of filming vlogs. There are people like Iman Gaji uh, who are, like, filming everything since they're, like, 14 or something, like, every day of their life. But it's kind of annoying to film everything you do and it's, like, kind of time-consuming time-consuming so I like to just sit down once a week for half an hour talk about random stuff I'm thinking about where I'm going with my company what I learned and you know upload it here Um, maybe it's gonna be valuable for some people one day if not I have a small cute track record for myself later on and yeah I would try to get some people on the podcast who are interesting to talk to primarily because I don't, I want to talk to them. And um, yeah, I was actually asking the only competitor I could find for the same brand thing I'm doing, like who are selling the same product, but for a different niche. Um, I tried to get her on the podcast and she was interested until uh, I told her like, you know, I just start, I'm just starting out with like making content and shit. Then uh, she stopped responding to me. (laughs) <laughs> I, I mean, I can kinda, kinda understand it, but anyways, yeah. Um, party people, I'm pretty thankful for everybody who's listened uh, to this entire thing, even though I don't think that many people have done that. Um, I hope you have a great rest of the week, a great day. You stay healthy, keep going and keep creating. In this sense, um, we'll see us probably next week.